1: Holy crap, is it that time again? I mean, it must be, right? It's Thursday, so it has to be time for another, just another fanboy classic episode. Was that a little bit too overly dramatic? Anyway, this week, we take you back to episode number 32 that was originally published on April 6th, 2007. And before I get into it, before I play the episode, I wanted to remind everyone that I have the big episode 300 coming up. Earlier in the week, I mentioned that episode 300 was going to land on October the 11th, though it seems that if you listen to the previous episode, episode number 296, I actually (laughs) referred to it as celebrated episode number 30 for some reason, because the brain don't quite work as I uh, limp into my second half century upon this earth. But What I'm trying to get at here, folks, is that with Just Another Fanboy Presents launching next week on Thursdays, I'm going to be taking Just Another Fanboy back to one episode a week every Tuesday beginning next week. And that means that episode 300 will actually land on Tuesday, October the 18th. And frankly, the idea right now is to live stream episode 300 with a few guests either Saturday evening of the 15th or Sunday evening of the 16th. I haven't quite decided which day yet, but I should know uh, by this upcoming Tuesday's episode. Basically, what I'm trying to say here is that if you want to send me questions or feedback for episode 300, you have until the end of the day, Friday, October the 14th. And in fact, if you'd like to be a part of of the live stream and come on the show for like 10 to 20 minutes at any point, beginning at 7 p.m. Central, either Saturday the 15th or Sunday the 16th. Email me at justanotherfanboy at gmail.com and let me know that not only would you like to do that, but let me know which day you would prefer as that's going to help me choose between the two. Because if most people are available on Saturday, then that's when I'm going to do it. Anyway, those are your updates. Don't forget to check out episode zero of Just Another Fanboy Presents, which kicks off season one, where I'm going to be going through the entire Death of Superman crossover event from 1992 to 93. That starts next week, next Thursday, a week from today as this episode is landing. You can find the show now at presents.justanotherfanboy.com, and I do urge you to go seek it out as soon as possible if you are at all interested in the show because I have the trailer up, and there's actually a bonus episode up right now that, that uh, details how you can become a part of the show. So if that piques your interest in any way, rush out, find that episode, presents.justanotherfanboy.com, listen to it, and it'll give you all the deets, as you young folks say nowadays. Anyway, that's enough. Let's get this freaking show on the road. So here's episode 32 of the first volume of Just Another Fanboy from April 6th, 2007.
2: Enjoy!
3: You're listening to Just Another Fanboy, the only podcast with ants in its pants. Just Another Fanboy is a Lynx Broadcasting Production and a proud member of the Comics Podcasts Network. Welcome to episode
1: number 32 of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, Stephen, and joining me tonight and forevermore, the co host of Just Another Fanboy and my lovely wife, Karen. Hello. How you doing?
4: I'm okay. You're okay. <laughs> I'm not very umped.
1: You're not very umped? I'm not very pumped. i get some Percocet.
4: No, thanks. <laughs> no, thanks. That's, that'd be too pumped. But yeah, I'm a little worried that I'm not going to be on. That's all right. Tonight that I'm not going to.
1: Are we ever really on? Yeah,
4: I always am. I am so cool, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not feeling it right now. So I hope you have something interesting to talk about to lead our conversation. No. Well, did, did that's you, it. Thanks you, for tuning all right, in. <laughs> thank you. I'm Stephen and I'm just. OK, well,
1: I do. I do. <laughs> I do
4: have but a... See, for me, Tuesdays, you don't work on Mondays. You work on Saturdays. Right. So your two days off are Sunday and Monday. So, Tuesdays are like my Mondays. So, basically, yeah. I'm coming down from the end of a Monday. And we all know what that's like. Sounds
1: like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Yeah, I
4: did have a bad Monday <laughs> on this fine Tuesday. So.
1: Well, I got a couple of announcements. Uh, first of all, again this week, there will be no thrilling adventures with Norman, Oklahoma. Oh Wow. And the audience says, really?
4: He must be eh. on vacation.
1: Yeah, I don't know what happened there. I also would like to announce that uh the Comic Book Savant podcast will be celebrating its 25th anniversary this week. Wow. So we may have to throw a little something together for him. I would think so. A little happy 25. What? A little happy 25. Oh,
4: okay. <laughs> Speak. Speak clearly into the microphone.
1: I also wanted to remind everybody about the Ask the Fanboys over at the... Po- over at the forum, CGS Podcast. Yeah, what's that all about? What are we? What are to? they
4: supposed to ask exactly?
1: Whatever they want.
4: So not just like. Doesn't comic ha- book it, it doesn't have stuff. to be
1: comic book related questions? Whatever like, you want.
4: What kind of shampoo do you use? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Do you have six Pantene. toes on any of your feet? Uh, no. Any of your feet? <laughs> like you have, might, might have more than two. <laughs> oh, and and now that you're a member of the show, you, they can ask you questions.
4: Oh, great! And if you,
1: <laughs> the the thread is up over at cgspodcast.com slash forum, followed by the number two. If you don't want to register over there, feel free to send us an email, just another fanboy at gmail.com or call into the voice line. Just ask your questions. The
4: answer to every question is 42.
1: <laughs> oh, throwing out a little See? of
4: the geek. See? That's what I – I've learned something
1: throwing from a little, being married to you. Throwing a little geek out at There you at go. It. So – Forty-two. I would also, per my list, you know our one of our faithful listeners, Defixer three thousand. Yeah, he's got his own podcast.
4: Right on. Did it's you
1: know called, this? Yeah. Oh. I've mm-hmm. actually I've downloaded the first four episodes. I'm only about partway through episode number one, but it's just him and his boys sitting around talking comics. The boys. Yeah. It's called it's called Defixer's Hideout. And you can find it at defixer.com. That's D A F I X E R.com. So check them out. How
4: many has he, uh, have they done?
1: I, I don't know how many he has out as of today, but I know that when I, less down- than
4: you. Well,
1: yeah. He just, he, he just, just started. started. Yeah. He just started well, right
4: on. So,
1: and he, he did – You must in-
4: have inspired
1: him. I doubt it. <laughs> I don't inspire him.
4: I inspired him.
1: <laughs> That's right. That's right. So we started a little late tonight.
4: Yeah, I'm tired.
1: Yeah, but (laughs) you were also sitting on the couch reading. Yes, I
4: was. This is becoming a problem.
1: You were reading Jeff Smith's Bone, the first volume out from Boneville. Yeah, finished
4: it up, sat down and finished it up again just a while ago.
1: It's lickety split. What would you think of it?
4: Very cute. I'm into it. I love it. Now I just am upset that there's more. And you said you have the second one?
1: I have the second one around here somewhere.
4: Well, you have to use the rest of your gift card on me.
1: This is actually the colorized version. Um, It was originally black and white. Oh, yeah? And then uh, Scholastic. That could be
4: totally doable. Scholastic. uh,
1: Scholastic released. um, Reading. Yeah.
4: Everybody's doing it.
1: They're releasing colorized versions. So I have the first two of the color. I also have the first two of the black and white versions. So if I can't but find... Either
4: way, you're not getting me past the second one. And if I no, finish this yeah. one in an hour and a half...
1: Well, they actually have released a one-volume edition, which is like 1,300-some-odd pages of all 10 volumes or something. Yeah, that would be it.
4: a little too overwhelming for yeah. me. Yeah. To well, to it's probably at. a
1: lot cheaper than going out and buying all 10 volumes. Okay,
4: whatever we have to do, fine. Well,
1: I'm just saying. <laughs> But whatever. But you enjoyed it.
4: I did. Look at me.
1: It's all ages. Look at me. Kid friendly.
4: I have noticed that it's very
1: Whereas Pride of Baghdad last week is not recommended for all ages. No. It's not an all ages book, but this one definitely is. Yeah. This is one that Simon could would, read to him could read in a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. He'd like it. It's cute. If, I like it. If you have not read <laughs>
4: what's happening to me? <laughs> Somebody get me a Cosmo, quick! And I don't mean the drink; I mean the magazine <laughs> or or uh, a TV guide. Will be fine. Just something that's not. What's well, oh, happening? For those, what of are you me, gonna do for me?
1: What am you I didn't clean do?
4: the ceiling fans. <laughs> I, I, I vacuum.
1: That's right, you did. I, I vacuum. That's right,
4: good man. You okay? well So,
1: for those of you <laughs> out there who have not read Bone, I re- I. I suggest picking it up. Like I said, there's a one volume edition out there that was probably going to be a lot cheaper than purchasing all eight or ten volumes that are out there. But but go for it because is it
4: hardback or softback? Like
1: I think it's softback. The the one volume that
4: many pages. I can't imagine how you.
1: I can't imagine either. But how
4: you hold it and read it. I mean, like any well, that's a big book. So I don't I don't know. You probably find that at, at like a half price. Probably. Secondhand bookstore or something, maybe?
0: Probably. Because you get
4: me started on something, and then you say, oh, yeah, and by the way, this is well, Cliffhanger. I, and
1: I warned you, I gave you two options tonight.
4: Yeah, you did. Which was Bone did.
1: and uh, Infinite, or Identity Crisis.
4: Yeah, but when which, I read one of those, mm-hmm. it feels less like a comic book. Well, yeah. It's, it's look like a book.
1: Well, and, and it almost. And those
4: look more like comic books.
1: Because for the casual reader picking this up, they might. And that
4: would make me a nerd. I'm yeah. not quite ready for that yet
1: but for the casual reader just picking this up and flipping through it for the first time it's probably going to be it, they're they're probably going to be reminded more of like sunday the sunday funnies in their their sunday paper yeah to a certain extent but it's i tell you once you actually get through the whole story there's such it's it's there's so much to it it's just a really good just a really good well, read well
4: bring it on cuz now right. i've now i've finished it up
1: we're bringing it on
4: here we go. The downfall of my soul.
1: Maybe in a few <laughs> weeks we can we can get a superhero comic in you or something.
4: We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll talk There's got to be lots of stuff out there. And I don't feel like I should have to be not forced, but maybe intimidated into reading something that just wouldn't be my style anyway, just oh, because it's a comic book.
1: I agree. <laughs> I think you'd like Identity Crisis just for the story, not because it's a superhero comic. I think the... The story, even though it involves superheroes, is a very good, it's a mystery.
4: Yeah, I remember and, when you were reading it because you'd keep saying, Oh, you got to look at this page. This guy, look what he's saying. Look, look at the look on his yeah, face. It's very it's dramatic. like his wife, somebody's
1: the, it's, it's Yeah, and it's all like. It's, yeah. ma- it's mainly about one of the like, characters' uh-huh, wife dying uh-huh, and uh-huh, them trying to figure out who did it. Uh-huh, and yeah, it's really good.
4: Uh-huh, I'm watching Oprah. Uh huh. <laughs> Get me a commercial. Uh
1: huh. Uh, (laughs) I'm not really
4: looking at you. Uh huh.
1: (laughs) Oh, Oprah. Uh,
4: Or whatever.
1: Yeah. So I brought in this thing tonight my uh, company newsletter. Actually, it's not my, it's my department's newsletter.
4: Yeah, it looks, it reminds me very much of my junior high newspaper, monthly newspaper, which was just mimeographed. And I mean that back in the day.
1: You know, yeah. five
4: or six mimeographed of who's dating who, and
1: <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's pretty kind of cheesy. But uh, the dude I work with, who's also into comics, it's it's they they put this out once a month, and it's like six or seven pages, and and it's got bits of information about the department and the company in general, but it's also got non work related stuff in here. Like,
4: oh yeah, a lot
1: of it. Yeah, what I'm going to talk about here, which is, uh, he does this friend oh, is of mine. That him? That's him.
4: You talk about Craig all the time. Yeah.
1: About- Craig does normally a top five list And there's every a picture month. of him. Yeah, looking funny.
4: Does he always wear sunglasses? Is he, no. Is his future so bright he's got to wear shades?
1: He wears his sunglasses at night. Yeah. Oh, blah.
4: man. I miss the good old music.
1: He does a top five every month, and they're usually stuff like uh, his top five Star Wars movies. Oh, my. Even though there were six. And
4: uh,
1: <laughs> his, his top five
2: <laughs> video
1: game franchises, blah, blah, blah. But this blah, last blah, month, blah, blah, blah. for the month of March, he actually did a top ten. And as he says, because five just doesn't cut it. Craig's top ten comic book movies. hmm And he asked me for my assistance on this.
2: Did
4: he now?
1: And we –
4: I don't see a credit and, in there. No,
1: nah, he doesn't credit me. But uh, <laughs> we took a Saturday – He's fired. Going over the list. And we, we nailed down a, a, a list. Well, first we nailed down a list of five. And then he's like, all right, well, I'm going to go ahead and submit this. And then, boom, one of us think of another movie. And then we think of another. Oh, we got to put that in there. We got to put that in there. And, and so it came down to 10. And there's still movies in here that, that uh, I, I don't well, know. Well, these
4: are numbered from 1 to 10 rather than from 10 to 1. Yeah. So should we actually read it from 10 to 1? Okay. Because-
1: let, let me give you Craig's top 10. And the reason I bring this up is because what I'd like to do is maybe for the next couple of weeks. Maybe but one for, is the
4: best and 10 is the least. Yes. Okay. So it's so, backwards.
1: Yeah. And I'm not going to give you up. my top 10 because I think what I'd like to do is maybe by, for episode 35, I'm, I'm asking everyone to submit their top 10 comic book movies.
4: How many have there been?
1: There's actually been quite a few. Okay. That's, you know, that's, that's if why we had so. such a hard time. But let me, let me read you, Craig. So it's like
4: the Smurfs movie count for that. Oh, no. They weren't a, they were a cartoon, yeah. not a
1: comic book. But I'll, I'll read you. I'll read you, Craig's, and I'll reveal mine in episode 35. And I'm asking everybody to to send me theirs, and we'll maybe we'll devote most of episode 35 to comic book movies, and then maybe we can start getting these movies. And. Uh. You know
4: <laughs> how much do you want from me, honey? Nah,
1: you you're when we go it. through this list, you're you're going to you're going I'm going to make admit, you watch
4: Little Women again. i <laughs> I
1: watch Little Women. I am a fan of the movies.
4: Oh my gosh.
1: Okay. okay.
2: So, mm.
1: Greg's Top 10.
2: List.
1: Number 10, The Shadow. Kay. This had Alec Baldwin in it as The Shadow. Great movie. That was one of mine. Okay, well,
4: I can't watch that.
1: Why not? You don't like Alec Baldwin? Yeah. Oh, man.
4: Well, anytime there's a celebrity couple that has a conflict or a split, I can't help it. I have to take sides. And it's not always with the woman. But, you know, it's like we'll never watch another Tom Cruise movie in this house as long as I'm alive.
1: Well, that's fine because yeah. I'm not a big fan of Tom Cruise either. Anymore. Number nine. So
4: That's why I can't watch that one. Okay, sorry. Next.
1: Number nine. I'm switching into my Beatles white album mode. Number nine. Okay. I don't know what Number nine. for it. There's some Beatles fans out there that are getting it. Okay. Number nine is Hellboy. Yeah. Ron Perlman is a Hellboy. You watch like that. Him, so yeah. I him.
4: Yeah. I did watch that. You watched that. You, I liked it. You were like, eh. I was okay.
1: Number eight, American Splendor. I've, I've never Don't actually seen that one, so. Number seven is the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie from 1990. That was a comic book? Yeah. Oh. Originally started as a comic book. Hmm. I did was, not know that. It was an indie book that was primarily written as a joke. Not a joke per se, but a, uh, kind of poking fun at Frank Miller's Daredevil run back in the day. And, and it, well, as we know, it's hugely popular. Okay. Number six, Sin City.
4: Yeah, I don't think I watched that. You and Abby no. watched it. Yeah, I didn't watch
1: it. Great movie. I know a lot of people who aren't into comic books who have never read the comic book. Watch it, and they're just like, yeah it's kind of cheesy." But it's, it's you know, it's, it's very, supposed to be. Yeah, it's very comic much like books the comic. are cheesy. Yeah. Number five, which is another one that I, I I put in there, and one that I'm amazed that he stuck in there, and a lot of people are going to go <gasps> when I say this, mm-hmm. Judge Dread. <gasps> Sylvester Stallone. Oh. I am Delore. That movie was awesome. I don't care what anybody says. Judge Dredd was awesome.
4: Okay, well, that's got to be borderline because I'm not sure how I feel about him right now because of the whole bringing the – well, if you're into celebrity gossip news, there's the whole he was arrested or charged with bringing, you know um, – <laughs>
1: I have no
2: idea. muscle
4: enhancing drugs or something into Australia without permission or something. So he's. Yeah. So until I figure out how that how that pans out and you know what that says about his character (laughs) as a person, you know, then then I'll let you know about that one. Okay, next.
1: Number four he put in here, which is not a comic book.
4: (sighs) No, it's not.
1: It's the Incredibles. Yeah. But
4: it's the best movie of all time. (laughs) It's an
1: awesome movie. And like. You know, his idea behind it was, even though it wasn't originally a comic book, I think it 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 is a good.
4: It's superhero. It's it's
1: a great superhero movie.
4: It is. Yeah. I could watch that over and over and over again.
1: Number three, and I
4: have, <laughs> yeah, not by choice, but because
1: Simon likes that It's the that one movie.
4: I can actually tolerate yeah. listening to over and over again
1: in one day. Number three, Men in Black. That was a comic book. It was, originally. yeah.
4: Okay, and you said "Men in Black" one.
1: Yes, the first one. Okay, he didn't care for the second one. I thought the second one was awesome. Number two, this is where
4: now I want to do the dance.
1: Yeah, this. Men is, yeah. in black. This is where uh, he and I got into a big argument uh, did because you
4: have to throw down we almost we almost
1: threw down because I felt this one needed to be number one. This is the original nineteen seventy eight. Richard Donner, Superman. Okay. Yeah. This this should be up top. But of course, what he puts as number one, which is of course his favorite comic book movie of all time, Batman Begins. Yeah, well out
4: of those two, I thought Batman Begins
1: rocked. You liked the Batman oh, Begins. Oh my gosh.
4: Yeah. I love that. I love backstory kind of stuff. So.
1: I'm quite surprised yeah. when I when I watch a comic book movie with you and you actually enjoy it. Yeah. You know? Well, like uh
4: some you can appreciate just for the
2: movie well, like, itself.
1: What was that? V for Vendetta. I rented it and the guy with the mask, the, the, oh yeah. yeah. I rented it and we sat down to watch it and like what 15 minutes into it, we had to pause it for some reason. And you stood up and you said, you're lucky. I'm lucky. You're lucky. This movie. I thought this movie was going to suck.
2: Oh,
4: <laughs> did I do that? Yeah. Little, and then you, sweet little me. And then you need
1: me in the groin. I don't know no. what that was all about. <laughs> it's
4: just a reflex, reflex, yeah. <laughs> reflex. So.
1: Now he didn't. Yeah, we're making a
4: lot of 80s references. He didn't
1: the reflex. Okay. Six,
4: six, six. <laughs> <laughs> the one Should we jump up and do the safety dance?
1: <laughs> nobody would be able to see us. So they'll know they what could, we're doing. Because I'm doing it
4: right now, at least with my arms. I'll
1: tell you, the safety that dance. The safety dance. Was that Biodome you're uh, talking uh, about? We've
4: got that somewhere. I'm gonna on go on record type. here
1: saying, even though you're gonna disagree with me, Biodome was a horrible movie. However,
4: <sighs> Joe versus Volcano was the greatest movie of all yes. time. Why are we talking about this? But
1: I just could not help. But I rolled off the couch on that scene when they're doing the safety dance. That you thought so it was funny. a terrible
4: movie, but you like that part. I like that. I scene. I like the whole movie.
1: Yeah. So anyway, the the two. Yeah, well, the one or two movies he did not include in the list at all. Spider Man and Spider Man Two.
4: Oh yeah.
1: What's they his problem? The- he's he's not a big Marvel fan. So first of all,
4: does he have some kind of?
1: He didn't include in the X Men movies, kind of
4: thing. which.
1: He yeah. a little jealous
4: of the he, Spidey
1: he didn't. He didn't like the the Marvel too much, but he didn't include um, the X Men movies. He wasn't a big fan of the X Men movies. I, eh eh me. Eh. Oh yeah,
4: I think I tried to watch the one with you, and I didn't.
1: Another one that came up Bleed that uh,
4: freaked me out. <laughs>
1: I felt needed to be in the list, but he never put it in. Was um, Mystery Men? Ben hmm. Stiller,
4: hmm. Janine
1: Garofalo playing the bowler.
4: Well, I like her. I like him.
1: Hank Azaria. I like him. Will Studi. Oh, oh uh, the. um.
4: You will what? Oh,
1: now I can't think of the guys. <laughs> William H. Macy, the shoveler. Okay. He's awesome in that movie.
4: Huh. You've
1: seen it. You probably just don't remember.
4: I don't know. I'm thinking remember. maybe that was a little thing in a recent wizard magazine that Simon. was. Is the shoveler a bad guy? No. Oh, well, maybe not.
1: No, he's a good guy.
4: Okay. You know, Simon won't let me call Spider-Man Spidey.
1: I know, uh, that's, yeah. that's, that's yeah, a no. we were putting no. a
4: Spider-Man shirt on him the other day. I said, there you go, get your Spidey shirt. No, not Spidey, that's Spider-Man. I said, yeah, but <laughs> we, we can call him Spidey. He goes by Spidey. No, that's Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs>
1: I'll, have to, I'll have to rent some Spider-Man cartoons so you can hear Spider-Man's friends Spidey. refer to him as Spidey.
4: They call it Spidey, not Spidey, Strengths, Spidey the spider, Power? Spidey Sense. Spidey Sense.
1: Spider-Sense. Spidey Sense, Spidey sense. S- yeah. So, okay,
4: I'm getting a little wacky.
1: We had some wildlife in the house the other day.
4: Oh, gosh, <laughs> literally it was
1: yesterday. Was Yeah. It? Just yesterday. Yeah. Oh, how
4: time flies, <laughs> flies. The, the, <laughs> it the kids, was a bird.
1: The kids were taking a nap and Simon happens to to get up and walk in. and
4: We were sitting on the couch watching some yeah. TVs, a movie or something.
1: And I looked up and said very calmly, there's a bird in the house.
4: And I thought for some reason, because Simon was walking into the room yeah. at that moment that like, okay, because he walked in quietly, Simon's a bird, and, and I said, looked at no. and I said, what? No, there is a there freaking is a bird, bird in-, in the house. <laughs> I said, well, what do you mean? There's a bird in the house. It got a little more, it's it like got a, a little more forceful. And, it's like and a starling. It. A... Yeah, I don't know what it was, but it landed on the cedar chest, and then we <laughs> Simon's like, oh, a bird. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and he dashed out back to his room for safety, and then the darn little thing started flying around, and Ceiling fans were going. I was afraid we were going to have a big old mess to have to clean yeah. up if it got bonked into one of those things. But
1: We got it out. Yeah, got the broom I had out used a
4: broom. It didn't hit it or anything. Nope. But just kind of guided it out the got open door. door. That was wild.
1: Yeah.
4: And I don't want anybody saying anything about superstitions because I don't want to hear it because that's just bad.
1: Is there a superstition? Yes, about birds there now?
4: is. I'm not going to even mention it.
1: You know, as down in our luck as we've been, <sighs> that's probably a good thing. What? I don't know. Maybe for us, it's a good thing that the bird of happiness. Yeah. The bird of paradise.
4: May it fly up your nose. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, we had wildlife in the house. have just like this, not a tiny hole in our screen, but a smallish hole in the screen door. And it was a beautiful day yesterday. The temperatures have dropped here dramatically in the last 24 hours it was like in the 80s yesterday so we had some fresh air blowing in and it blew in a little bird
1: little bird and of course we get it out and i go back to simon's room <laughs> and he's just kind of sitting on his bed with this very
4: serious f- serious
1: look on Still his face look- i said all right buddy well it's time to take a nap but there is a bird in the house
4: <laughs> yes there was
1: I Said, yes there is but i I has gone down. yeah
4: you can tell what you bought him. His little new little he toy. got a new
1: he got a new action figure, the Rhino from the Spider Man Origins, and actually that brings up a good point.
4: Oh, it does. Because
1: up until this point, um, all the action figures we've been buying him are the Justice League animated action figures because he's really into the Justice League. Yeah, and he doesn't really
4: know anything else.
1: Well, this is true. He knows the rhino primarily because of the new Spider-Man poster we have up in his room. Oh, has the rhino I've art. never
4: heard of it before.
1: So he saw the rhino at Walmart yesterday, and we had to—I had to get it for him. Okay, but uh, but he
4: doesn't want to sleep with it because he, no, too scary. It's, it's
1: kind of scary. Apparently, he'll
4: play with it during the day, but I'm not taking that thing to bed.
1: It's kind of a crappy action figure.
4: Well, one of his shoulder—what do you call that? His armor, shoulder yeah. armor. Came off, popped off accidentally, and then it was no fun anymore. And just, like, threw it on the floor. <laughs> I said, well, how about if I take the other one off? That way, you know, because with his his uh, variety of autism, you know, if there's one piece of something yeah. missing, it ain't good anymore. Forget a missing puzzle piece, the whole puzzle. I mean, it's just – it gets ugly. So, I popped but off both of the shoulder arm – the second one, and then it, he was okay with it again. It was is, even and balanced.
1: Is that autism, or does he get that for me? Because if you remember, I had that – That Honda that lost a hubcap. Yeah. And to even it out, I took (laughs) the hubcap off. off, off. Well, no, I I kept the two on the back, but I took the one off of the – because it came off the driver's side, so I took the one off the passenger side front. Because that balanced it out. Because it balanced it out.
4: Yeah, well, he he does get that from you. Yeah. Thanks a lot. You
1: know, a lot of people pointed out, well, why didn't you just take Take it off the backside on the same side. Yeah, that way, If what? you look at it on one <laughs> side, it's got sense. hubcaps. But if you uh. look at it from the other side, it doesn't. And I thought
4: because you're just uh, white and nerdy, <laughs> it just doesn't. It just
1: didn't feel you're even, a even. Too
4: white and nerdy. It
1: just didn't feel even to me. Okay. So, all right. But yeah, the 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 rhino action figures crap. Oh. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. The.
4: Oh, not, the, not just because of the. No, not oh, just, not I'm just sorry. because of that. I, I distracted Cause.
1: you. <laughs> 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 I think I just peed my pants.
4: <laughs> uh, have a couple no, babies, then these, let's talk about that. <laughs> these Justice
1: League action figures, and even the action figures I bought as a child, because we've still got some of my, for, for those of you old school fanboys, my Secret Wars action figures. they have got the Iron Man and the Captain America. And, uh, they are, you know, pretty much solid pieces of plastic. Mm-hmm. You know, the legs and the arms, of course, come off and whatnot, but they're solid. And yeah. Same with the Justice League action figures. I, we get out of Walmart, we get into the van, and, of course, he wants me to open up the box.
4: Yes, and these days, getting any toy out of oh, the box Good Lord, it's got all these the freaking wire
1: twisty ties all over. I, I get it open, and I pull it out, and I'm and it's light as a feather. I mean, it's, very, it's a oh, hollow action yeah. figure, and I just – Wah, wah, wah. I was very disappointed. Yeah. And I, I'm not an action figure guy. There's a lot of guys who collect comics and also collect action figures.
2: Yeah, but he
4: was saying something today about how Daddy wanted it. Daddy wanted it.
1: No. He, he said he
4: had something. Oh, what did he say? I wanted him the to wizard. get the wizard. He said he wanted a wizard. A wizard? That's what he said. Maybe he know what he's said a lizard. About.
1: No, they had a lizard action figure up there, too. Okay, well,
4: that's what he wanted. I guess
1: I did kind of steer him. You talked
4: him. him into the rhino when he wanted the lizard.
1: No. Yes,
4: he did. He's lying to yeah. you. I'm going to go <laughs>
1: drag him out of bed right he now. He
4: said "Daddy wanted. No. I said, oh, yeah, what did you want? The lizard. You're, you're
1: going to believe the four-year-old? <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> I can the, just see going, oh, come on. Simon, well, okay. The rhino. He's really cool. Look, look, don't you want it? No, I want the lizard. No, you want this. Let's go. No, no, no. <laughs> I know you. I
1: kind of steered him towards he, he looked at them both and he liked them both. Cause frankly, he picked up the, the rhino first. And I said, Oh, but here's the lizard. And he was like, Oh, the wizard. And he was looking at it and he, and he, you know, like he couldn't decide between the two. And I said, Well, let's get the rhino. Cause my thought behind it was the rhino is big and stocky. Yeah. This is a tough action figure that's going to be hard to break. Huh. The lizard <laughs> is thin and wiry. It's got a long tail and it's got thin arms. And you know, he's going to snap those pieces off pretty easy, but. Well. Yeah. So he gets the rhino and it's crap, too. I wanted him to get the Transformer. Yeah? He had a Transformer first. Transformer. Or the uh, Spider Spud. You know, the Darth Tater? The, yeah. Uh, they now have one for Spider-Man.
4: Awesome.
1: Yeah. It's cool. Oh, uh, we'll to get
4: one of those. It's just
1: a regular old Mr. Potato Head, uh-huh. but it actually has a fabric Spider-Man oh, costume. Oh, no. You pull over it. Yeah, uh,
4: okay, well. It's cool. We got to get that. He
1: He didn't want that, though. He didn't? No. Okay, well. So I had to smack him around.
4: Yeah. (laughs) He's a good boy.
1: Okay. Anything else you want to talk about before we get into the news?
4: You know, all week long, some things come to my mind. and I'm like, oh, I can mention that, or that's worth talking about. And then by Tuesday night, you know, I haven't written anything down because I'm, of course, I'm going to remember it because it's interesting. But I don't have
1: anything. Get a little, nothing. a little notepad and a pen. Or yeah, I don't want to be like that nerdy about it. chalkboard that you wear around your neck with a piece of chalk tied
4: okay. to it. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I really can't. I'm sure there were things going on in the world of one way or another that I would discuss or something with the kids. But I can't. It's not coming to mind. Yeah. Darn it. Darn no, it. Nothing
1: coming to mind. For no. You got nothing? Right. Well, nothing that. I'm not going to discuss later when we get to that topic, so.
4: Oh, okay. All
1: right, so let's do uh, news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little effort. You know what? I should probably say this is normally where we do listeners' feedback.
4: Yes, but right now we're going to do news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little uh, effort.
1: I'm tossing it like a salad this week. Ah,
4: That's. (laughs) A bad reference <laughs>
1: Well, that's not how I mean it, though
4: Okay, I know well, I know you I'm shifting stuff around There are around. people out there Who have dirty minds
1: Well, that's their problem That's right All right,
3: let's do some news
4: <laughs> Okay, let's do it Cue the music Bam
3: This week's news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little effort is brought to you by the law offices of Smith, Smith, Johnson, Smith, Johnson, Johnson, Smith, Smith, Johnson, and Shamalama Ding Dong. Have you ever broken a leg while attempting to break into an apartment building located on the third floor of a ritzy apartment complex? Have you ever sliced up your knuckles while punching in the driver's side window of a motorist who took their favorite parking spot? Do you feel like you're due a little compensation? Well, why not call the law offices of Smith, Smith, Johnson, Smith, Johnson, Johnson, Smith, Smith, Johnson, and Shamalama Ding Dong? They take the cases no one else is willing to take because, like you, they just want to get paid the law offices of Smith, Smith, Johnson, Smith, Johnson, Johnson, Smith, Smith, Johnson, and Shama-Lama-Ding-Dong, doing their best to get you what you deserve, cold hard cash.
1: Never call between the hours of 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. This year marks 25 years since Hasbro introduced the legendary G.I. Joe vs. Cobra storyline. And to commemorate the anniversary, Devil's Due Publishing Incorporated has commissioned artist Chris Lee to draw an unbelievable wraparound cover featuring every well-remembered and loved G.I. Joe team member from the past 25 years. G.I. Joe America's Elite No. 25 begins a new 12-issue story arc written by Mark Powers titled World War III featuring G.I. Joe Sins of the Mother artist Mike Fair. Issue number 25 is available July 4th, 2007 and contains nine extra pages of content including a fold-out poster of the cover and special bonus features. Mm. And this makes me angry. Why? Because I want to pick it up.
2: Okay.
4: Mm. What, What? I don't understand. I can't
1: afford it. I can't afford to add new. If I want to add a new title, oh, I got to drop an old title. Okay. Yeah. When
2: okay. 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 it Now. When I, <laughs>
1: when I got back into comics after like a ten-year stint,
2: yeah. You know,
1: away. One of the first things I picked up was this new, just this new GI Joe America's Elite from Devil's Due, and I ended up dropping it because I needed to drop a title, and I was. I was enjoying it to a certain extent, but I found that I was enjoying the fact more that I was getting G.I. Joe more than I was enjoying the story. So I oh. stopped getting it. And then, from what I understand, it started getting really good.
4: Yeah. So, ugh. I'm sorry.
3: G.I. Joe is from my childhood. Yeah. It was yeah. the first comic I ever bought from Yeah. That's, that'd
4: be like my first Sean
2: Cassidy album. <laughs> oh, my God. That
4: was the first album I ever bought. Not the hey. best. says anything about me, really. But
1: that's pretty cool that it comes out on July, yeah, July 4th. 4th. That's yeah.
4: pretty neat.
1: Okay, next we got that's uh Nito. that's Nito I'm Keen. Such a that's cool beans. New York City celebrates Spider-Man Week. New York is busy prepping for a celebration to mark the opening of Spider-Man 3. It's a week-long series of events running from April 30th through May 6th. Oh,
2: that could
1: be cool. Yeah, some of the things they got lined up is uh, on Monday, April 30th, the Today Show team welcomes Tobey Maguire and the cast of Spider-Man 3. Join them on Peter Parker Place, which is Rockefeller Plaza. For the week, it'll be called Peter Parker wow. Place. For marching bands, web- web-slinger showdowns, giveaways, and other festive surprises. At the Brooklyn Children's Museum, take a trek around the world to learn about spiders. Weave a dazzling web, hear Navajo spider folktales, and create a colorful comic book. Also, marvel at the museum's very own Chilean tarantula. Another thing they have lined up is tour the Big Apple, Peter Parker style, with two webbed, double-decker buses. Hop on and off, attractions made famous by Spider-Man 1 and 2, sneak peeks at sites from Spider-Man 3 buses depart every 10 minutes at 50 locations wow. citywide and both the Bronx and Central Park zoos will have fun spider themed activities for all for the kids all week long
4: wow. you, uh, you only can, New York City man yeah.
1: well that's Spider-Man's hometown that's his town that's cool. so you can check out all the planned events at Spider-Man Week NYC and there is a dash between spider and man if you're looking that up, spider nyc.com Can we go to New York? Back? No.
4: I think I'd have some kind of an anxiety attack from the crowds at a gathering like that. Probably. Probably not the time to go to New York if you have dislike the crowds of people that you don't know. But hey. it sounds like a lot of fun. Lucky yeah. the kids that live there, you know? Yeah. They're going to have a blast. I bet Kelly Rivers' kids will be there.
1: Probably. <laughs> Okay, so I put this next one in for you. Oh, Ar- really? Archie Comics News.
3: Archie!
1: Can it be so? Is Archie really 65 years old? You bet! Oh
3: <laughs> You're kidding me! You bet! <laughs>
1: The saga of everyone's favorite comic book teen began way back in December 1941 oh with Archie's very first story in Pep Comics number 22. A mere year after his, his auspicious debut, the Red-Headed Wonder was awarded his own title with Archie Comics number 1 in the winter of 1942. Now 65 years later, the Archie characters remain one of the longest-running groups of continuously published characters of all time. Now in tribute to Archie's longevity, this special issue of Archie Digest pays tribute to Archie's illustri- illustrious past by reprinting Archie's very first adventures from Pep Comics oh, number me. 22 and Archie Comics number one. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not gonna read the whole thing. Archie Con- Archie Digest number 236 ships July 4th, hmm. the same day as GI Joe number 25. Well,
4: I might as well. Cool. All American news, stuff.
1: Full Color Digest format $2.49 Scripts and art Blah blah blah
2: So
4: He's up there It says Truly Archie and his friends Are a cherished American institution They really are It's a great institution Yeah (laughs) But who wants to be Institutionalized This is true
1: (laughs) And on DVD this week The Good Shepherd That's all I had
4: Yeah I didn't say Anything on the list again That sparked my interest Gosh darn it Slow week They gotta get out more Or something
2: Nothing. So, well,
1: that was your news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little effort. There You go. So I guess that's mean that means it's time for my comic book
3: picks of the week.
4: Hooray! I can hardly wait. <laughs>
1: This week's picks, I got two of them for you. I just recently, just this weekend, got my new shipment of books in. Hooray, hooray. The, the mail. Let me, let me just run down what I got.
4: These came in the mail? Well. This is the box that was delivered to the door? Yes. Okay, yeah.
1: We've got, uh, this is for the last two weeks of March. Uh, we got 52. You know, that guy
4: actually knocks on the door and hands them to
1: me. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. They're the. Um, DHL. Yeah. Yeah pretty slick
4: yeah they don't just leave it there because it was kind of a rainy day i think yeah i thought well very nice yeah should have given him a tip or something
1: but this week the books i picked up were uh 52 weeks 46 no (laughs) No. that's a a (laughs) nice tip yeah i'm sure he gets that
4: gosh
1: i'm sure he'd be like yeah thank you (laughs) oh anyway and this shipment was uh 52 weeks 46 and 47 from dc comics Brave and the Bold number two from DC Comics, which was an awesome issue, but it's not one of my picks.
4: Sounds like a soap opera.
1: Green Lantern number 18, which I didn't enjoy all that much. Okay. Action Comics number 847. Uh, Batman number 664. Daredevil number 95. And this week's picks: Amazing Spider-Man number 539 and Justice Society of America number four. Next week, I think what I'm going to talk about are as uh, Action Comics number 847 and Daredevil number 95. So if you've read them and would like to comment on them, get them in by next Tuesday. But we start off with Marvel Comics: The Amazing Spider-Man number 539, Back in Black. This starts off the whole Back in Black event. I dare you to sing it. No. I can't sing it. That's the Bullpen Bulletin's podcast, which is an all-Marvel podcast for the last month. Every time one of them mentions the (laughs) back in black, it's like you know it's coming because they'll start to talk about it. And in the back when you hear this, because that's how the song starts. And then they'll say, and this is the back in black. And then bam. And then song starts in. It's like, all right, whatever.
4: So they've already got that covered.
1: Yeah, they, they've got that covered. Okay. They're doing a wonderful job.
4: <laughs> Keep up the good work.
1: But this is a Back in Black, part one of five, written by J. Michael Straczynski, penciled by Ron Garney. Inks is done by Bill Reinhold. The colorist is Matt Miller. The letterer is uh, Virtual Calligraphy's Corey Petit. Michael O'Connor is, is Michael O'Connor is the assistant editor, and Axel Alonzo is the editor.
4: What's, let me ask you a question, real quick. Sure. From somebody who doesn't know stuff, what's the difference in the process between pencils and inks?
1: Well, pencils okay. are laid. You basically you you draw the book in pencils, right? And then an inker goes in afterwards and goes over it in inks to. Why to, wouldn't
4: that just be the same person?
1: Eh, you know that's a good question. I'm not sure. Okay. Some some uh, pencilers do ink their own stuff. Some don't. They you know okay. inkers are more adept at you know basically turning it into that black and white, the the thick black line, or def- giving it more definition, more shadow where shadow needs to be, and, and whatnot. Okay. Okay. Some sometimes I'll notice when I look at previews online, I'll see a penciled page, and then I'll see it inked.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Sometimes inking. Makes it look worse. Sometimes it makes it look better.
2: Uh-huh. Just depends on the
1: team you've got on it. But then there was that whole joke. If you remember the movie yeah. Chasing Amy, they called the him Tracer. Yeah, he was a tracer, right? So, and I'm sure the inkers love that.
4: Yeah, it just why don't they just ink it to start with? Because then they can't erase.
1: Yeah, they, they can Yeah, well, or- I don't know if they necessarily erase, but you know, when when they pencil, it's really rough. If you ever look at penciled pages, it's very rough. It's a lot of uh, scratchy. You know. And it's hard to describe, like the
4: way a fashion designer sketches yeah. out a, yeah. a a design. Or yeah,
1: something. Okay. yeah, and then the the anchor will go in and and make the make shape more de- defined. Exactly. Yeah,
4: okay, gotcha. Thank you. Now we all know okay. something else, and knowing is half the battle. G.I.
3: Joe. There you go. Awesome, honey. <laughs> Thank
1: you. I'll have to get me some G.I. Joe from the Netflix. Um, oh,
3: okay.
1: yeah. So, I, uh, Amazing Spider-Man number five thirty-nine. Like this was a very dark book. I, Spider-Man got me into comics. Yes. Okay. Spider-Man was the first superhero I really ever remember.
4: I you said G.I. Joe got you into comics.
1: No, G.I. Joe was the first comic I bought. Oh, okay. So I, I should say Spider-Man got me into superheroes. Okay. When I was a young lad seeing Spider-Man on the electric company. And uh, so I've, I've always Sorry, had- Sorry, no
4: greater superhero than our American fighting men and women like G.I. Joe. Well, yes. Just had to say
1: that. But I've always had a soft spot in my heart for the for the the Spider Man, and when I started buying comics again a few years back, I bought all the Spider Man titles that were available, and one by one dropped them like a hot brick. Oh yeah, because they weren't. I don't know. I, I I wasn't enjoying them too much. Okay. And then they put Spider Man in the New Avengers, and I thought, well, I'll just get my Spider Man from the New Avengers, and I I was really enjoying that. But then they bring Spider-Man back into his black costume, Mm -hmm. which he wore back in the 80s for a while. And so I thought, this is a good time to jump back in. I've always liked the black costume. Again, this is a very dark book. Mm -hmm. Basically, what you've got in the previous issue, Spider-Man now has revealed his identity to the world. Everybody knows that Peter Parker now is Spider-Man. They held a press conference. Everybody knows. The kingpin of crime strikes back at Spider-Man, an old villain- Of Spider-Man strikes back by hiring a sniper to kill Spider-Man, Mary Jane, and Aunt May.
4: Cold-hearted son of a gun.
1: Aunt May's the only one that gets hit.
4: Oh, well, great.
1: So, Peter takes her to the hospital. And then he's now on a vendetta to, as he puts it, kill the Mm. people that have tried to kill his Aunt May. And to, to portray that mood, I guess, that he's in... He puts on the black costume. Yeah. Now, the issue itself was was fairly it was good if you can ignore some of the obvious and glaring continuity errors within the book. The prime example being Spider-Man referring to Aunt May her her maiden name, her maiden name is Fitzgerald, which <laughs> everybody who's been reading Spider-Man comics knows that her maiden name is Riley unless they've changed it and nobody told me. Huh. But if you can so, get I don't okay, well, it was a mistake obviously that the the writer must I hate must have made and issues. The, hate
4: it in movies, TV, hate it.
1: Editor didn't catch I guess. The art is really good. I've never been a real big fan of the Ron mm-hmm. Garney, but he stepped it up in this issue. He has a style that's kind of reminiscent of the uh John Romita Jr. Um but yeah, ultimately there's a lot of really good scenes in here of Spider-Man. Fighting some of the bad guys, just dressed in a oh, out of costume, uh, yeah, in a polo shirt. Which <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> doesn't really strike fear into the hearts of men, but uh it was it was That's a good not issue. Cool
2: though.
1: I, I'm going to be on for the for for the five series arc and hope that it picks up. I just the Spider Man I remember ah
4: the blue men. yes they scare me
1: the Spider Man I remember you know was always always had his troubles always had his problems mm. and. But he always—I don't know—he he always had a joke to tell. He always he he always had a smile. But this—he's just—he's well, ticked off. Uh, and I understand that I do, and that's why I'm sticking around for for the five issues. And we'll who come around. Yeah, we'll see if it picks up. It was good. Something it's, good always it's, comes it's, out
4: of something bad. I'm yeah, by that.
1: I I definitely ended the book wanting to read the second one, so it did its well, job. That's good. And that's just a great shot there, right at the very end. He's finally got the black costume back on. I'm like, yay, yay! Yeah. Because I've, you know, two things I've been saying since I got back into comics is, A, I want to see Spider-Man back in the black costume, and I want to see the new universe back. And Marvel's done it both for me, baby. So, thank you, Joe Quesada. I love you.
4: All right. All
1: right. So, next up, we've got Justice Society of America oh, that's number four. all dark, four. too.
4: I mean, literally. Well. All black and stuff.
1: Yeah, it's a painted cover by Alex Ross. That's kind of cool. Justice Society of America is
0: to you too say
1: hello to the cat if you heard that justice society of america here we go
4: okay don't come here
1: this is the uh the next age chapter four written by jeff johns penciled by dale eaglesham Uh, the inker is uh roy jose letterer is rob lay colors by jeremy cox covers by alex ross uh, dale eaglesham and roy jose the assistant editor is Adam Schlagman, and the editor is Eddie Berganza. Justice Society was not a title that I previously bought. I have been catching up on Justice society, Just society of America through trades. Okay, let me look. And when issue number one came out, I thought, well, hey, I like the Jeff Johns. This is a good chance for me to jump in on this book and have loved it ever since. This is, this is probably one of my top three books. It's the one I look forward to every single month of, well, I guess the four so far that it's come out, but basically what you've got going here in these first four issues is the, the justice, the justice society of America is getting back together. And, um, these Nazi superheroes I was
4: gonna say, this are thing out. Got a yeah. I can't even say that word. Schwastika
1: on his He's, chest. That's not cool. Nazi superheroes are out. Killing family members of the Justice Society, and they're not
4: superheroes; they're super villains. Yes. Okay. Well, let's get that. Did clarified. I did I say heroes? Yeah, I think you did.
1: I need a Percocet.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I haven't actually taken one in a few no, days. You're doing okay, but you know, and honestly, again, I think this is a book you'd like.
2: Me? Yeah. Okay. I think you would. I don't know.
1: Well, of course, you're, you're looking at the at the final issue here, the final few pages of the final they issue of the art. smell funny.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but they smell funny. They don't smell like a new magazine. They smell like... I do
1: Justice Society of America <laughs> is very well written. It's beautifully drawn. Dale Eaglesham <laughs> does just a great job of emoting, you know, these expressions on some of these characters' faces. And Hawkman has got to be... his. I've always... I've liked the Hawkman, but frankly, after reading these first few issues, Hawkman is quickly becoming one of my favorite characters because he kicks a lot of booty in these four issues. But, uh, if, if you like.
4: That's a neat picture. Simon would like yeah. this, this double page. Yes,
1: because he'd want to know everybody's all that he's names. Standing
4: around the table like that. Yeah. He would really dig that.
1: If you like books, team books, you'll probably like the Justice Society. They're much more of a family than just your average old superhero team that just only gets together to to fight the bad guys and then go their separate ways. They're, they're very much a – Well, let me hand these they,
4: back to you before I go and throw them yeah. in another uh, – Stick them in water. water. ring on the table. So Sorry those, about that.
1: Those were my comic book picks of the week. All right. So I guess we can uh, shoot on to some listeners' feedback, you oh, think?
3: let's do. You feel like it? Oh, feel do up to let's. It? let's. Okay. Let's Shall just- we? Ready? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my voice. Okay. Listener's feedback.
1: Okay. We've only got a couple items for you this week. Um, and I wanted to put it at the end because I was listening to last week's episode and and like I told you earlier, before we started recording, you all weren't privy to this, but you know, we were like, what, an hour into the episode yeah. before we
2: Even ended disgust.
1: listeners feedback, yeah. before we got into the news and stuff. So I wanted to stick this at the end. Um, I'm just, I'll just,
4: still playing around with things. Yeah. Still we're just working it out,
1: throwing some stuff around, coming up with some ideas, but we'll go with the uh, first email. This was a, uh, not an email. This is a post over at the, uh, just another fanboy forum at cgspodcast.com slash forum2.
4: And you know, now two. that's like one of those sites that I go to every day, a couple times a day. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm getting to be such a nerd.
1: So this was uh, posted by Guy 1977 And he said, I listened to your podcast for the first 15 episodes, and it was okay, but nothing that made it unique, so I dropped it. After seeing your show again on the Comics Podcast Network, I decided to give it another try. I I, I was so happy to get on the Comics Podcast Network, yeah. and this is one of the reasons why. You and your wife make a great team on the show. So, so in my book, you guys went to VF minus, which I think is very fine, minus, to NM plus, near mint plus.
2: That's awesome. That's
1: a comics grading system. Thanks for waiting a month on your reviews of titles because I get my books from DCBS on a monthly basis, usually, so that helps it not get spoiled before I read a certain title. We have similar tastes in titles from Superman titles, Criminal, Punisher War Journal, JLA, and JSA, among many others. I feel the no-con blues too, Stephen, because unless it is in Alexandria or Baton Rouge or maybe Mobile, Alabama, or is it Mobile, sorry, Mobile, Alabama, where I was from originally... I will miss out on cons also, so do not feel too bad. Thanks for the pop culture references are always a good thing on a podcast. Thanks for the podcast, Matthew. Right.
4: That is good. That was and, very nice.
1: And I want to say as far as the con, I, I got the day off, yeah. so I should be going to the, the con in Kansas City.
4: I'm so happy for you. So, Just don't come back with a bunch of weird stuff.
1: No. <laughs> the, I think the one thing I, – I, I, it's been years oh, – you
4: should take David. Maybe. You and David should definitely go together. Yeah, maybe. Oh, it's been it's been years Yeah, kind it, of thing. It's
1: been years since I've been to a con, but from what I remember, they don't take the credit cards and we don't tend to carry cash. <laughs> so I probably won't be spending a lot of money there. Though there are a couple of books I am definitely going to be looking for. And con's are a great place to find books that you just can't find.
2: Cool. Okay.
1: Cool. This next one is another uh, post from the board. It's from Jay Cargoth. He says, in reference to uh, last week's episode, I have been reading comics steadily since 1996, and I probably didn't know how to properly read word balloons until a couple of years ago. This was you this know. is in
4: reference to me stating that I was having trouble with
1: that. Gotta come a little bit closer to the mic, bro. Sorry. You're gonna sound like you're in another room.
4: Okay, I'm just trying to kick back and be a little yeah. more comfortable. We need to get two mics. We do. But this is the only way that you and I really get to be
1: this close. Donate your money to <laughs> just another fanboy. gmail.com, PayPal. Okay. I got and he says, I got the basic idea, but alternating word balloons is is a thing I still miss sometimes. As I said, I didn't even know that is what you were supposed to do. I would read one person's speech completely and then read the other person's, not realizing that sometimes they were replying back and forth. I'm sure there are things I still don't get right with comic reading. One of my pet peeves is reading Brian Michael Bendis. I'll get into that later. Okay. Because he has pages that read left page, then right page, then others that go all the way across. Let me tell you, you are never more confused until you get those mixed up. Yeah. Ugh. And I got to agree with you there, Jay, because I've been going back and reading the – um Ultimate Spider-Man's, which if, frankly, if you're a fan of the Spider-Man and you're not enjoying the regular titles that Marvel puts out, read Ultimate Spider-Man because that is what, that's what does it for me. And I, I don't get it on a monthly basis and I should, but I've been reading all the trades. But yeah, Bendis has this thing where you'll be reading and you'll go down one page, then you go to the next page and you'll flip over and then then he has the dialogue stretching from the left page over to the right page. Mm-hmm. And you'll get halfway down you're the left page and you realize this is not making any sense. Oh, I'm supposed to go over in. Oh, it's just it such a. It
3: really
4: forces your left brain and right brain to work together, it, it sounds like. It
1: annoys me because it takes me out of the story. Yeah. You know, and that, that shouldn't Sometimes be Sometimes you can be
4: too creative, it sounds yeah. like. Well, but I appreciate knowing that others have issues with yes. this. Yes. That was great. Thank you.
1: Lastly, we have a, an email that we got just at the last minute, and this is from uh, Justin. It says, Stephen and Karen, once again, I had to play catch up on the shows. It's amazing how you can get so behind, but I'm up to date now. My wife, Rachel, has been listening to some of the shows with me, and she enjoys what she hears. Cool. I think having Karen on the show is awesome, oh, and cool. I think she appeals to my wife with a similar understanding of being married to a fanboy. <laughs> Lucky for me, my wife, Rachel, really digs comics already. My wife really likes Garth Ennis, mostly Preacher. You should ask Karen if she would be into the very mature stuff. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Maybe not, but it's just a suggestion. Anyway, it's good to be up to date. Still listening, Justin the Kawawookie. P.S. My wife recommends The Waiting Place by Sean McKeever for Karen because this is what got her into comics. Plus, no capes in the books. Well, I've never heard do of you know that, that one. one. No, yeah. never heard of it. But uh, well, then. I hear good things about Sean McKeever. So
4: I'll have to check that out. You have to pick something up for me.
1: Maybe. I'll look for it, see if they got it at the library.
4: Okay. And you've said before that you think uh, Preacher, as good as it is, wouldn't be for my taste, because I'm just a little bit of a prude. You know?
1: And, yes. You know, and it's Intentionally,
4: very, I, I, I prefer to live my life a little bit prudish. And so. it's,
1: it's very graphic. <laughs> and and my tastes have even changed somewhat because it first came out in the 90s when I was working at a comic book store, and I just happened to come across the the counter at one point, and I flipped it open. I was flipping through pages and was just like, holy crap.
3: Hell, look at what this guy is doing! Oh my God,
1: you know, and yeah. and I was hooked, you know, and started buying all the issues. And I just recently, <coughs> <coughs> oh, because I, ne- my- I, I never, I never, pardon, I never finished the series from the monthly titles, and then discovered that my uh, library had all the trades. Mm-hmm. So I got all the trades from the library and went back just I don't know last year mm-hmm. and and read it all the Not way through, and I enjoyed it, but. God, that Ennis can just go way over the top with certain things. But that was uh listener's feedback this week. Any comments you want to make on?
4: I just am really happy that people seem pleased with our new format. And I whatnot. Am
1: too- Cause we were both kind of sweating. Oh, I think you my. more than me.
4: Well, yeah. Cause I was invading on your turf is what it felt like, you know, we, Take it as an opportunity to do something together as a couple.
1: Well, and, and like and I kind of
4: selfishly do that. And then people I was just, I was sure we're going to be going, what the heck?
1: Well, and like I said, I, I really from day one, I wanted, I didn't want to do this podcast alone. But other than Craig from work mm-hmm. and my brother who works second shift. I don't really know anybody that's into comics. You know, I don't have any friends in the area that can just come over once a week and and sit down with me and talk comics. Yeah. So if I wanted to do this, I had to do it by myself and therefore had to start adding these very silly things. To really kind of fill the time, because also mm-hmm. I, I love the silly. It's, a,
4: I we it was are a, very fond of the silliness. We've mentioned that before,
1: and it, and it, it was a really good opportunity Heather. for me to. Where are
4: you, Heather? Heather, we geez. need some silliness. Yeah, we sweetie. haven't got any
1: voicemails either. No,
4: the voicemail is, like is dead. Episode. I wonder if there's a problem with it. Maybe. Ooh, I don't know. I maybe should we try should it. check it out. Because you, I mean, there was. Yeah, we probably ought to check it out.
1: Maybe we should because that's like two solid episodes. But you think
4: if people weren't getting through, that maybe somebody would at least send you an email or post something about it. But.
1: You'd think.
4: Yeah, but you never know, because uh, you were getting quite a bit there for a while.
1: Yeah, but people I'm very, like
4: to be on the air.
1: I am very happy to have you on the show.
4: Well, and I'm happy to be here.
1: I mean, I'd like to get back to some of the silliness, but yeah, a lot of it has to do with when I'm I, pretty silly. Yeah, So, you're very there you silly, go. but I'm talking the scripted silly.
4: Yeah, you're good at that.
1: You know, like the thirty seconds of nonsense. I
4: love and, that.
1: You know the. All all the weird stuff that i I like that put you've the got, got a stuff. way to get right. it
4: out of, yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: I just don't have time to so you don't sit down and write me so it. so much yeah. with
4: the thoughts that are rumbling around in your head.
1: Yeah. Well, so that was good feedback. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. great. Got anything to say before we this might be a short so. episode. Like
4: I said, this is, this is a, this is not a great day for me. And it's probably going to be like this, you know, every few weeks, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so I'm just having one of those days. Yeah. So I'm just going to start crying now because I feel like I failed you. Because <laughs> I'm not very.
1: I'm just sitting here staring at her.
4: <laughs> he knows <Yeah>. better.
1: <laughs> You're right, yes, dear. dear. I love you. <laughs> Speaking of which, you got. I love
4: you too, man.
1: Who got, uh, I wasn't paying attention. Who got. Voted off for the old Dancing with the Stars tonight. Uh,
4: the Beauty Queen, I think.
1: Aww. I can't
4: I can't even think of her name. I don't I know, but I didn't, it was. I didn't
1: like her dancing partner. Okay. Didn't like him at all. Happy to see him go.
4: Yeah, but I was trying to watch that and read Bone at the same time, so yeah. it didn't have my full attention. Oh, and my, my uh, season four of Seventh Heaven came this week.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. awesome.
4: And I think I watched two and a half episodes last night. Stayed yeah. up, and I just didn't. I didn't have it in me to stay up any longer. Uh,
1: Should I tell my story of the weird happenings last night? No. Because
4: nobody else will understand. Just doors that were open that shouldn't be open and...
1: (laughs) Cat feces in the room
4: on the floor, and the cat doesn't come into the bedroom. So cat doesn't basically, be, we just assume that, the boy so. got up and yeah,
1: let the cat in. Probably
4: walked around the house, which is just not a cool thing. We not need, to get, cool we need thing. to get some alarms on the door.
1: I keep hoping that one of these one of these
4: days, gosh darn it! I
1: keep hoping that one of these nights, because typically when we lay him down for bed, he tends to come out four or five times. Oh yeah, within like an hour and a half. You know, before he finally settles down, and I'm just really hoping that one of these nights that he's going to come out while we're recording. Oh yeah, maybe I can get him to come say a couple of words.
4: He'll just start laughing. Yeah, he will.
1: He's so silly. He he. Once he gets that microphone in front of him, oh, he, just, he just gets all kind of silly. He's a
2: nut about it.
1: I should I should one of these weeks play his uh his ABC rendition
3: that we uh, recorded. I
4: wonder sometimes if anybody listens to the very tail end of the show after the the comic book song. Because you've got your little sit ubu sit, as I refer to it. You yeah. Know, your little, uh, production,
1: uh, yeah. The, thingy. usually the end you're of sitting, every sit
4: ubu sit. And if you don't know what yeah. that is, then you're just waiting. You ever watch,
1: <laughs> watch a lot of sitcoms, especially mm-hmm. from the eighties? A lot of them had it at the very, they all end. have their, yeah. their
4: production logo music thing at the end. Yeah, or and whatever. I think-
1: I think Lost does it now with the bad robot. Oh, yeah. You know, that
4: might have been an Alias. Yeah. yeah, But the kids at the very end, you know, do their, bye,
2: bye, bye daddy. daddy. Bye, bye, bye daddy. Bye,
4: <laughs> daddy. <laughs> yeah. It just that's my heart every time. Simon. So if you don't listen to the very tail end, listen to it, because them's my babies. Yeah. And they're just adorable. And I was just letting the cat back into the bedroom through their room. And if you haven't gone and looked at your children while they're asleep lately, if you've got little ones, go and do that tonight. Do it. It's oh, my gosh. I haven't it's done wonderful. that in a while, and I forgot just how absolutely adorable they are when they're it's asleep. Wonderful. Okay, we gotta wrap
3: this up. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: I'll be
4: back on track next week, I'm sure.
1: Let's wrap up the show. I want to send right. out a, a, another congratulations to the uh, Raging Bullets podcast for celebrating one year of podcasting. I just listened to. I just finished up listening to the first part of their anniversary episode. They played our. Are, uh,
4: Very good. Had, We're
1: had, famous. Had some nice things, <laughs> and it sounds like they're going to try to get me on do a little Green Arrow Ooh. talk, or maybe not Green Arrow because they've already got plans to have somebody on to talk Green Arrow. But well, you'll talk right. a little something, yeah. Okay. And they and those guys will be on this show at some point this mm-hmm. month to talk about Madman because the first issue of Madman from Image comes out this month. So hopefully. If I can get off my tookus and call the phone company to get us oh, hooked yeah, up with you were some DSL to do that on Monday, I know. <sighs> hey, I mowed the lawn on Monday. Yeah, that is a huge chore.
4: Yeah, with okay. the push mower. Ugh. Yeah,
1: my knee has been hurting all day.
4: Well, now that the grass is growing again this time of year, you'll get used to it.
1: I'd like to say that you know I have a bum knee and like an old war wound or an athletic injury, but it's yeah. just. Just bad living,
4: <laughs> <laughs> hard living, baby, hard living,
1: lazy living more than, more than anything. OK, so uh, let's talk about some ways you can spread a little of the just just another fanboy love. Send us an email at just another fanboy at gmail dot com. Just tell us what That's you think of the show. There's usually a good chance that if you send us an email, we're going to read it on the show because we don't get that many emails. That's right. You know, a lot of the podcasts like, uh, well, comic geek speak, you could send them an email and it may be months before they read it on the show because they get a lot of emails. They're the well, big, so email. they're the big boys. So email. Okay. You can also visit us at the board at cgspodcast.com slash forum followed by the number two. That is the official comic geek speak forum and or the, their message board. And they host just another fanboy forum over there. Yeah, and you'll also do. find. Forums of a lot of the other great comic There's book podcasts, out there. such as Raging Bullets, mm-hmm. comic, comic Book Savant, who's getting ready mm-hmm. to celebrate his 25th episode. So yay, Comic uh, yay. Book Savant. Yeah. I also recommend visiting the Comics Podcast Network. We are a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. You can find that at comicspodcasts.com. It's a great resource if you just want to know what other kind of comic book podcasts are out there. They don't have them all, but they got, they, they got some of the best. It's a good some resource. of the best are over there. Yeah, it's a really great place to go. Also, if you feel inclined, give us an iTunes review. That really helps out the show if you give us a, a good review over at iTunes. Uh, you can also call the Just Another Fanboy voice line at one 309 8367 extension 212.
4: We want to hear from you.
1: I'm going to say that again.
4: Please do. And get a pen handy.
1: Ready? Here Pull we go. Pull to
4: the side of the road if you're in your car.
1: Stop the jogging. Get off the extra cycle. Whatever you're doing, get out a pen. Here we go. You ready? one 309 8367 extension 212. Just... You know, call and just... You
4: like eggs. I like like eggs. eggs.
1: Blab some silly. Review a book. You know, whatever you want to do. Just call in, but keep it clean. Yeah. Because we do have children listening.
4: Simon likes eggs, too, apparently. That's a short story I could tell real quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The other day, the other morning, he was home, and you were at work, and it was one of those mornings where the kids are just kind of running around doing their own thing, and I was at the computer, you know, doing some stuff, and... Every once in a while, the kids will come up and, you know, mommy, this. And I'm like, uh huh, uh huh, you know, and I don't give them quite the attention that, you know, they're probably asking for, but it usually appeases them.
1: Yeah. It's not like that all the time. No, sometimes no, no, no. you just have those days. It's
4: just those days. And he is standing beside me saying something and I'm giving him the, uh huh. Oh, wow. Okay. Without really looking. And he, he is like, I'm not buying that. He shoves in front of my face a bowl of raw eggs and I kind of jump. <laughs> <laughs> and some of the egg white kind of slips over and he goes, mommy, look, yolk, Y-O-L-K, yolk." And I'm like, okay. And I jump up and I run to the kitchen, not knowing what I'm going to find. But really, he's such a good boy because uh, there was an empty egg carton on the kitchen floor, but he had pushed in a dining room chair up to the kitchen counter, cracked the eggs into a bowl <laughs> and put the shells into another bowl. So, he was very neat about it. It could have been so much worse. So, guess what? Simon likes eggs. Simon
1: likes eggs. He likes cracking the eggs. He doesn't really enjoy eating them. Yeah,
4: and I wasn't thinking, and I I tossed him. I could have made could, something Yeah, with you them. could have
1: made some eggs. Yeah,
4: I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know. I wasn't.
1: I also want to remind everybody about asking the fanboys. You know, email us, go on the board to the thread, and just, you know... Ask us whatever you'd like. We answer, you like. We're both Leos. We will answer your questions on the show. The theme song for this episode is Comic Book by the, by the Super Spies. Find it and information about the band at GarageBand.com. The other music from the show is from the uh, pod show Podsafe Music Network at music.podshow.com. So anything else you want to add?
4: That'll do it for tonight. I'm okay. ready to go watch me some Boston legal. Yeah. We taped it because it yeah. looked like a really good one
1: tonight. You know, you talk about getting your seventh heaven. It just makes me wish that may would come sooner. So I could get my WKRP in Cincinnati. I
4: know I you're very much looking forward to that. Uh,
1: I'm looking forward to it. And, and in honor of WKRP <laughs> in honor of Dr. Johnny fever, Booger Oh Because okay. that's That's how he got it He got fired from his old job For saying booger on the air Yeah That's that's the way it was back yeah, That's th- you know? the
4: way it was <laughs>
1: See uh. All right So I guess until next week I'm Steven And I'm Karen And I'm just another fanboy
4: And I'm having my own identity crisis I don't know what I am <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just a guy, just a guy
3: Good <gasps>